If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 looky here, we back again at the Carolina Underground. Every time you do that, I think of Ric Flair. <laughs> well, you know, funny, you know, we, you know, the, you know, we talked, I think it was last week or the week before about how some, when I was growing up, a lot of my heroes were professional wrestlers. Absolutely. And we, we just lost another common. one. Mm-hmm. Oh no, who died? Superstar died? Billy Graham passed away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that just the other day. Yeah, he uh, was I think seventy nine. Yeah, yep, yep. And he's one of the ones to where if he hadn't have done anything, there probably wouldn't have been Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair or anything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just you yeah. know, and you know, we're at that group to where, you know, Jimmy Buffett's canceling concerts for medical right. issues. <laughs> All the rock well, stars have done their farewell tours. Oh yeah. Well, and, I mean, I got to see, uh, I got to see, I was fortunate enough to see Bob Seger on one of his final tours, but it was one of them where he had to cancel it for a year mm. so that he could get his voice back into shape. Now he did a great job. Right. Right. You know? Well, he you know, really, we went really and saw good. Elton's farewell tour. Um, right. Right. And, uh, we're trying, I'm, I'm thinking about getting tickets to go see the Aerosmith farewell tour. But well, you now know, he already did the one that you and I were talking about in um, San Francisco or whatever. That already got done. Elton, I or, thought that was this Elton. Elton is done. That's that. Okay. Uh, the one it was in L.A. The final one yeah, was at yeah, Dodger yeah. Stadium. Yeah, that's gotcha. done. It's actually on the Disney Channel. If you have access to that, it was hmm. broadcast live on the Disney Channel. But uh, you know, Elton just got his his he is one to where I think his voice got better as he went along. The ones that I'm surprised are still around are Aerosmith, Motley Crue, all of oh, those yeah. because their drug intake was considerably larger than mine, and I'm lucky to still be here. So, well, no, I understand, but again, so but a lot of it is is you know maintaining their instrument and taking care of themselves by doing things like not smoking stuff but well and in elton john's yeah. case doing some other stuff but i'm not gonna say it because yeah. it's a dirty joke <laughs> i understand <laughs> but, thanks uh, for sparing me with uh, that uh, one, that's friend. a story with a point that i'm not gonna tell <laughs> yeah let's just not let's not go down that road there's just way too much stuff going on these days well this week you know we had the release of the durham inquiry Oh, yes, I saw that. The big nothing burrito after all this and all this. If it, and I, I find it actually surprising that if he was able to show that they did all this, why more people were not either, or actually were not more people were not indicted. Well, but again, here's the point. All right, so we know from past experience 
that if the Democrats do this stuff, there is absolutely no pushback from the Republican Party. Right. The Republican Party will, you know, so they can get away with murder, and the Republicans can sit there and scream, oh, look at those evil, terrible people. They're doing all of these wicked things, and do absolutely nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely nothing. So the bottom line is where we are in the world today is a vote for the Democrats is a vote for tyranny, mm-hmm. uh, infanticide, okay, um, the promotion of perversion, okay, which is the whole transgender thing, okay. That's perversion, all right? It's not homosexuality. It is a man dressed up as a woman wanting to shake his ass in front of a child. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing, okay. though, 99.99% of the time, you don't ever see it the other way. You don't ever right. see exactly. a woman dressing as a exactly. man. But, I mean, again, that's the, the point is that you know illegal immigration and maximizing human trafficking, maximizing fentanyl, Mm-hmm. Uh, distribution in the United States. Yeah, my daughter was telling me just well before I say this, but in a vote for the Republicans is a complete a vote for complete inaction. Wrong. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so right now, now they hold the all they have to do is cut off funding, and the FBI will squeal like a bunch of little stuck pigs. Yeah, but they won't. No, but that's they, the thing. That's what we do because we need to get out of the worrying about Democrat or Republican and put somebody in there right. that's got some balls. No, that's exactly right. Either male or female, regardless. Right. My yeah. My whole point is that 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 we keep expecting the two sides to be fighting one another. They're not, and people don't realize. No, they're fighting they us. Don't. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the thing about it is the segment of the population that's actually lulled into a security uh, sense of security and gets their news off of Facebook instead of off of, uh, you know, uh, any kind of a real news source of, of which there are fewer and fewer now. Okay. Um, but, but, but these people, they really, I mean, that's where they get their, their news from. That's what they, they actually believe that this shit's okay. And it's only, they don't see it because they think that their party is in power. Mm-hmm. And they think that their party is actually doing something about the, the, the platform that they supposedly espouse. But they don't, and they're not. You know, and this is the thing, it just, it blows my mind. How can you, how can you stomach that level of hypocrisy? Ah, uh, any rate, I'll get off of my soap. Well, we got more news, too, though. In the same oh, yeah. vein, we got Sam Brenton, was a former Biden administration employee that was hired mm-hmm. because he was bald and dressed and sashayed around in women's high heels and women's clothes. Right. Turned out he couldn't stop from stealing the clothes at the airport. Yep, yep, yep. He was arrested. Nuclear waste disposal. Right, but yeah. he was mm-hmm. uh, arrested as a felon fugitive and is being held without bond. <laughs> well, that's actually good to know. At least somebody wound up going to jail for something. <laughs> well, he's not in. Well, he's in jail, but we, he's a Democrat. He's not going to stay. No, he's, he's part not. of the victimized class. Come on, right? Yeah. Again, we'll you know we'll we'll um, oh uh, Brittany Grimes was it? Was oh, the basketball name? player. Yeah. The basketball player. Yeah, she's she is a black woman, 
and got busted in a country for breaking their laws, knowing she was breaking the laws. laws. Considering she had lived there for a couple of years and before. Exactly. And so, you know, anyway, it's well, all you know, I've read an I saw an interesting thing today though. There's a lot of I don't want to. I don't like the term blue state, red state. That for some reason that just does not. I don't like that. But okay. some of the ones that are predominantly colored blue on the map, there are is a big push under those to where they've realized this uh, decriminalizing drugs and stuff has gone too far, and they oh, yeah. want some of the penalties put back in place. But it's kind of like how do you close Pandora's box once right. you've already opened it? Well, and that's like one of the things my daughter was telling me last night is that uh, some woman up there in Charlotte, um, she bent down and picked up a $100 bill that she found that was crumbled up on the street mm -hmm. or laying on the street like it fallen out of somebody's pocket. It was laced with fentanyl. No, bless Knocked her, her ass out, damn near killed her, and uh, they abducted her. You know, and apparently that's a, one of the new tricks that they're trying to do with this. With this, I mean, so it's not, I mean, when I was a kid and when my kids were young, I was not afraid for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I am really afraid now. I mean, it is really getting absolutely insane out there. Uh, and, and that's true. And then, of course, the big news story I know that you have probably been crying into your crying towel for days now because of this. Okay. But the Duke and Duchess of Sussex oh, yes. were being chased for two hours on the streets of New York City by paparazzi. Now, I'm going to tell I you, know. I don't mm -hmm. live in New York City, but mm -hmm. I have visited New York City. Mm -hmm. There is no way on oh, yeah. God's green earth you mm -hmm. were in a car chase. For two mm -hmm. and a half hours in Manhattan, mm -hmm. there ain't no. no way. No. I'm with you. You would actually be faster. You know, you'd be better served to get out of your car and get on the subway. Or walk. Yeah, or walk is exactly right. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm so brokenhearted for them. You know that that they suffered so terribly. It's and amazing. Were absolutely refused on their demand to have the footage returned. But yeah, it, it's right. amazing once again how accurate South Park is. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's inspired. You know, it's just it really, has to be either that yeah. or they've got an inside track to Nostradamus's uh, thing. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff is is prophetic, you know. It, it's really amazing. I also read today, and oh. you're going to be shocked. Oh, hit me. Joe Biden fell down some steps in Japan. <laughs> well, I thought they were just going to pave. Or up, I don't so know. Wouldn't, I mean, I mean, they, it's gotten to the point where that's not even a shock anymore. <laughs> the man can't walk on flat ground without falling down. Dude, the fact that they've that they've still got that man sitting in that office is it's just an embarrassment and cruelty to him. Okay, he does not deserve to be in that position of ridicule, and we don't. Deserve oh well, no, no, I meant he deserves to be in the position for all the crooked crap he's done in the years past. He deserves all the ridiculing he can get. No, I, I but I mean, there not has never for, been not for a. Being, 
a more well, but there has never been a more crooked and racist politician in the United States than Joseph Robinette Biden. You are one hundred percent correct. I agree completely. I'm talking about from his age because it's his the fact that he's evil that he should be reviled for, but instead. You know, the media focuses on his uh, inability to, to walk and the fact that he's senile, you know. Now, I mean, he's in power by somebody. Somebody else has got him in power. He's not smart enough. No. He's not capable enough. The man's a plagiarist. Yeah. He, he's just not. So somebody else is pulling the strings, and they've got him at the helm of the Democrat Party. Now, you know, like J- Diane Feinstein, did you hear the, uh, you know, she, I mean, they're wheeling the woman around in a wheelchair while she's right. got sing- shingles just because they don't want to lose the vote. And they've, and, and she has no clue that she's not been in the Senate because I read her comment right. that she hadn't missed any time. Exactly. She's been there the whole time. She's never been gone. And I mean, she's just, you know, she's 97 years old. It's like Strom Thurmond. We had Strom Thurmond in South Carolina. And the joke was voting, you know, not voting for Strom Thurmond was just considered un-American. He'd been in there so long. But, I mean, he was one of the Dixiecrats. He was one of the people that was all about segregation and all about the freaking Jim Crow stuff. Almost definitely. And and they most decidedly were not Republican. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, know, I I try not to really get involved. I, you know, I tried to turn over a new leaf and not be as right. involved in presidential politics because it's all a bunch of garbage anyway. I still it has think, become that way. Well, yeah. see, I still think, though, we have strayed so far because if you ask a founding father what they were, the last thing they would have said would have been an American. They would have been a Virginian, mm-hmm. a North Carolinian, right. something That's to right. that effect. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to go back to that. Well, and again, when we were young, that was the way things were still kind of looked at. You know, mm-hmm. again, it's one of those that I was kind of a turncoat because I was in South Carolina and, and my other fa- half of the family was in North Carolina. So, you know, I mean, I had, I had, oh, so you know, sympathetic you, So half the family could state. read and the other half could. <laughs> kind of, sort of, you know. <laughs> Felt like well, you that. know, I got told, you know, because you know, I'm from the South, and mm-hmm. I can be quite loud sometimes. And you know, I have had business dealings that have taken me to that unholy land above the Mason-Dixon line. Yep, the godless northern wastelands yeah. I refer to. And I had place. a lady ask me one time. She's, I don't remember the context of the conversation, but it's essentially the gist of it was she was surprised that we were able to carry on in an intelligent conversation with her because she looked at me dead in the eye and said, well, I didn't think any of you people down there knew how to read. Oh yeah. No dude. Yeah. I, uh, after I'd gotten out of the Navy for a couple of years, I kicked around in Hartford and, uh, a couple other places, Springfield, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Massachusetts just hung around up there for a little bit. And, I worked as a mechanic most of the time that I was doing that. And I mean, it was amazing because everybody thought I was goober pile. That was the only <laughs> thing, the only time they had ever seen a mechanic. And I mean, I was okay. I was all right for a backyard mechanic, but I mean, <laughs> I had people that wouldn't take their car to anybody else. I had to work on it. They would <laughs> wait for me 
Lord, you can tell they didn't the really know you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, I mean, again, they and, I, and that was something I saw not too terribly long. It was uh, some tweet and some woman was talking about not wanting to be down here with all us, you know, snaggletoothed, you know, uh, God, you know, or, or God fearing Walmart people type thing. Mm hmm. And I was about to respond back to her, and then I thought, you know what? Let her think that, because it keeps her from coming down here and I don't hey, to deal with you her. Know, I, I hate to tell her, though, that one of the most revered people uh, as far as a founding father was from Virginia. There you go. And that well, last I time mean, I checked, that wasn't part Washington, of the North. Yeah, remember that Washington, D.C., is in Virginia. Virginia. There's parts in, of Virginia that are actually further north than Washington, D.C. That's exactly right. Okay, so it's not like, you know, I mean, they were actually below the Manson Nixon, or the, yeah, the uh, Mason Dixon. I almost called it the Manson Nixon line. <laughs> be about the same thing. <laughs> yep, pretty much, but yeah. So, anyhow, I mean, we've had, not, we had uh, some Supreme Court news. Uh oh. They uh, refused to, uh, they dismissed challenges to the Section 230, uh, which is the legal shield that protects websites and social media sites and stuff like that, threw it back down to the lower court. So they're still waiting on, uh, I think, uh, the student loans case, and there's a couple of other ones that they still have in front of them that we should have probably by the end of the next month. Hmm. So that's going to be interesting. I, I, you know, it, you know, I'm torn on the student loan part because part of me says, well, if we're going to waste the money anyway, why not waste it on American people and spend the money instead of mm. blowing it and spending it overseas? And then part of me is like, well, you borrowed the money, so pay it back. No, I'm with you. I understand. It's uh, it 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 should cut in both directions. I agree. But. At the end of the day, the big problem is that, you know, 50, I mean, most of what you pay for in college and in, and, and in student loans and stuff through your tax dollars and everything else is a money laundering scheme. Well, you know, I've, you know, I've really been thinking about this and because, mm -hmm. you know, I've got a young kid that works for me that just recently got out of college. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've had my nieces and nephews or one is out, one's in, and one's getting ready to go. So right. I've really been thinking about this, and I'm not 100% sure that if the school is a, not a state-owned school, mm -hmm. it should be free to residents of that state. Oh, I agree. And I'm all I for that. I don't disagree at all. I yeah. mean, as much money as we waste on mm -hmm. everything else, I yeah. mean, because my tax dollars are going to go to support them whether they admit any students from North Carolina or not. Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't right. it be free? If well, see, that's the thing. Everybody says without government, we wouldn't have any roads. Without government, we wouldn't have any schools. Without that's not true at all. We had roads. We mm -hmm. had cities. We had hospitals. We had all They had crap. roads, evidently, yeah. just watch Oak Island back in Roman times. That's right. We had all of that stuff without, you know, tyrannical rule. I mean, that's one of the things. The, the, the thing I, you know, I recently became a libertarian. And the reason I became a libertarian is, uh, you know, I, I kind of uh, 
I kind of came across their philosophy being that of, you know, the balance between chaos and tyranny, mm-hmm. which is what we're dealing with. That's what, you know, it really doesn't matter if you're communist or socialist or, you know, uh, nationalist, whatever. None, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The, the, the whole thing about government is it is a balance between chaos and tyranny. Okay. Now, and the idea of the libertarian is that if you, you, you need just enough rules to keep it from total anarchy, but then after that, get off of my back, you know, and, and that also, uh, addresses, you know, the, the, the don't take my tax dollars and throw them away on things that are your pet projects and keep taxing me. Right. Fix my fricking roads first. Again, that was one of the things we talked about when we were talking about Ukraine. The one thing that kept going through my head about that is, damn, you know, even though these, and even though they're getting shelled, their roads look better than my roads do. Mm-hmm. Okay. But again, then I was, you know, I mean, people are dying over there. We need to stop these people from killing them. Well, I want to ask you, but but here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. Is it really our job to stop the people from killing them? This is us killing each other? Yeah. Well, well, we. There's no. We have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We have no responsibility to anybody over there. No, we don't. The Ukraine is not a NATO ally. That is correct. If anybody needs to be involved with this, if it affects anybody, it would be the European Union. Absolutely. We have 100%. wasted too many, too much American blood and treasure mm-hmm. helping these little dictator countries. Because no matter, you can believe the farce that the Democrats and the Republicans say that Ukraine is free. Ukraine is not mm-hmm. free. Ukraine yeah. is one of the most corrupt countries on the face of the planet. Just ask Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. It's bank account, He's, Pelosi's son bank account, McConnell's kids, and everybody else. Oh, absolutely. Again, but the it's the third the third world country little tyrants that are running around doing all of this stuff is the United States right now. That's what we can't stand for. Okay? That's what as a nation should appall everyone is that we are the the, the ten guide running around there and waving our baseball bat and threatening people. Okay, and to in in order to maintain a dadgum uh, money laundering capital in Ukraine, or money money laundering operation, I'm sorry, in Ukraine. And, I think you, you remember watching the movie Brewster's Millions. Yes, mm-hmm. I think for this year for 2024, we ought to mm-hmm. start a campaign that says none of the above. Yep, I and just not right. vote for none of them. Well, they're going to put whoever they want to in charge anyway. But I mean, again, until the point the point comes where enough people are willing to get together and say, "Hey, you know, we were okay with the graft and corruption and nonsense when you at least pretended and to take care of what's going on back at home mm-hmm. and weren't a complete and obvious criminal in your in your life." I'm gonna tell me, you in, all, in everything you do. I've been listening to Robert Kennedy an awful lot. Oh yeah. And I like smart Robert man. Kennedy. Robert Kennedy is a very smart man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've even followed him on the TikToks. Whether you can believe that mm-hmm. or not. But he I makes would. a lot of sense. And I'm about to the point to where I'm going to write him in. I don't give a flying rat's rear end if he's on the ballot or not. Well, the only thing that I'm sitting here looking at is this. 
the old, you know, the, 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 the calculation that they used in the last election was a, um, they, a, a vote for Trump would also count as a quarter of a vote for Biden or something like that. It was something pretty close to that. So that was what they did the last time. And so if there were someone that were running against Trump and Biden that could siphon off enough of the vote that we'd actually get, you know, that that would throw them off. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see if anybody comes out of the woodwork because this is a prime season for somebody other than the two blowhards at the front to actually come through. Where is Ross Perot when you need him? I believe he passed away. He did. Um, Just saying don't well but that doesn't mean we need we need some wrong well he's voting democrat now (laughs) they vote independent and republican while they're alive they vote democrat after they die that's right i got to stop talking politics it makes my blood pressure go up dude i understand i'm sorry i tried to tried to avoid it (laughs) all right well i'm going to tell you something well i'm going to tell you something (laughs) we're going to talk about something now that i had over the weekend all right that if you are from the South, you just know. If you're not from the South and you don't understand how delicious this is, then bless your little heart. You just ain't never going to know. That's just the bottom line. But I had a Creole tomato sandwich hmm. with homemade mayonnaise. Well, I have never heard of such. Please tell me more about this magnificent delicacy okay well you just it's just, you just it's essentially a creole there's a, a type of uh, creole there's a creole tomato okay okay it's uh i guess a hybrid tomato that you can get um you, is there beef steaks are good you know it's a tomato sandwich beef steak mm-hmm. but the creole tomato is has a it's a little more pepper it has a to me it almost has a taste that's cross between a tomato and a pepper kind of mm-hmm. but it is a tomato Okay. And I don't see them very often, but Publix has them every once in a while. I have to go to Publix. I can't get them at the Piggly Wiggly, but I got to go mm. to Publix. But you get a, any kind of tomato will do, preferably ice cold. You take your bread, you slather it with good old mayonnaise. You put your slice of maters on there. Depends on beef steaks. You probably only need one sliced about an inch thick. Perfect. Creoles are a little smaller. You got to slice them up a little bit more, mm-hmm. and uh, they're about a quarter inch thick. Uh, put a little bit of salt on it. I've been using that Himalayan salt because you know it's only been in the ground thirty million years, but it has an expiration date on it. So I got to use go. it before the world ends. Well, there you go. Well, now again on the world ending thing, dude. I mean, it's pretty screwed up out there. <laughs> <laughs> I only have you a little pink it. Himalayan salt left, so I'm in good shape there. Okay. All and right. then black well, pepper, and then you put your other. Now, see, I cheat. I put more mayonnaise on the toast. I put mayonnaise on both pieces of the bread. Mm-hmm. But some people just put it on there once, but I put it on there twice because I like mayonnaise. I understand. It's amazing. It's heaven. Mm-hmm. And if you can't make a well, meal out of that. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask mm-hmm. you. Dukes or Hellman's? Homemade. Homemade? Homemade okay. mayonnaise. Well, now, so that's even, that's, you know, that, that's even deeper, deeper into the whole That's thing. right. And that's my right. granny used to make it, and I'll even mm-hmm. share, I'll give you her recipe right now. I got it memorized. 
This mm-hmm. makes two cups. All right. All right. Two large egg yolks. Mm-hmm. Two tablespoons of lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and a half. Uh, teaspoons of Dijon mustard, a teaspoon of anchovy paste, half a teaspoon of salt, half a, a quarter teaspoon of sugar, a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, one and a half cups of canola oil, and a half a cup of extra virgin olive oil. Gracious. Amazing. It will make you. you swallow your tongue. You'll say Duke's. <laughs> Actually, though, but to answer your question, it's not Dukes or it's not Dukes, Hellman's or any of that stuff. What was the ones you said? I said Dukes and Hellman's, but you got Miracle Whip out. No, nah, it's not that either. My, if okay. a store bought brand, my favorite is Sours. S A U E R S. Okay, I got you. It's more of the old school brand. It's getting actually kind of hard to find. I can't find it as easily as I used to could, but. I seem to remember that. I don't think they. I think they sold that in North Carolina, but it did not cross the state line into South Carolina. Hmm, if I remember on. correctly, it's like you had cheer wine. Mm-hmm. It was considered bootlegging to bring cheer wine out of North Carolina into South Carolina well, until you know, about nineteen seventy. You, know, you used to, it's, it's funny you say that because you know I, I used to go to Chicago a lot. I worked up there mm-hmm. for years. It was held prisoner of war, mm-hmm. and. Uh, my customers up there, I think one of the reasons why I was so successful was I was not only selling them the product they need, every time I came up, because I would come back home on the weekends, every time I'd come back up, I would load the uh, car up with cases of cheer wine, and mm-hmm. they would all meet mm-hmm. me and come over and, buy, and get cases of cheer wine. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. You couldn't get it outside of North Carolina. I mean, it's, it's cheer wine and sun drop. Sun drop's good at stuff there, too. Yeah, and then it finally, you know, like like I said, it was about 72 or 73 that they decided that that was just silly and they'd actually export it and then you could get it. But, I mean, I remembered I'd go vis- visit my grandpa and my grandma mm-hmm. in uh, Landis. Yep, yep. And uh, we'd eat at the uh, marathon out there and get a, a chili cheeseburger that was absolutely unbelievable and a cheer wine mm-hmm. and i mean that was just heaven on earth <laughs> you don't go wrong that's kind of like how i feel about the homemade mayonnaise no i'm with you but I that you. that homemade mayonnaise you put an airtight container you know get tupperware it'll mm-hmm. last for about two weeks before you gotta get rid of it and make any more but it ain't gonna last that long anyway you're only making about two cups so and it it sounds like a lot but as you use mayonnaise you know two cups don't really last all that long anyway mm. but you know that's one of the main things that i really miss is you know used to when i was little the property that i live on in the house i live where the the uh where the replica bat cave is located the above ground mm-hmm. portion used to be a farm and my grandfather, and when I was used to farm, and when I was little, mama and daddy and all the aunts and uncles would all, you know, have gardens and stuff, and we would all raise our own. And that's something I have kind of gotten out of because I've not really had the time. Right. But I've gotten to where I think I'm going to start making the time. Oh, that sounds like a thing to do. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to buy me a new tractor with air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Because my fat butt... Ain't made to hold a hoe in 900 degree weather. I can understand that. I understand it. I understand it. Yeah. I t- next time you're up in this neck of woods, you give me a shout. 
I'll whoop up some homemade mayonnaise and get to find some Creole tomatoes, and we'll have a Terry Mater sandwich. That sounds like an amazing thing. I will, I will take you up on right, that. That's better than any restaurant you can find around here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's one thing I think people don't understand is people, they go out to eat and they eat all this stuff. And when I was little, well, I'm going to be honest, I ain't never really been little. I, you know, I'm a big old boy. Mm. And our eating good was we would have meals and it would be iron skillet fried taters. Mm-hmm. Pintos with ham hock and country ham in them. Mm-hmm. And then another iron skillet of cornbread. And that was supper. Mm-hmm. And you'd chop up some Vidalia onions and put, take off about a quarter of a stick of butter, not margarine, mm-hmm. butter, mm-hmm. and slop that over into beans, and that was good eating. Oh, I don't doubt it. That does sound good. I still enjoy beans, but, you know, my kids won't eat them. Hmm. So, you know, but yeah, you know, it's, it's not nearly healthy enough for my, my, my daddy used to talk about, they uh, always kept a pot of beans going behind the, uh, on the cook stove mm-hmm. that was heating the house. Yep. And you well, always you know, had one going. So and that's one thing matter. people didn't ever really understand is like my house, the way it's mm-hmm. laid out is odd and people mm-hmm. figure out they, they, when they come in, they say, well, that's an odd place to have a wall, but what they don't understand is most of the house at that point that they're in used to be decks because mm-hmm. the kitchen was not attached to the house. The kitchen was out in a separate building for oh. the simple fact that they didn't want to, if it's something caught on fire, they won't burn the house down. Well, yeah, sure. Makes sense. And so, you know, they've got a, there's a odd layout back there for that one wall that is shared on its inside and it makes like a little alcove off another little room, but that's where the kitchen used to be. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, everything was wood-fired, wood stove, and the whole nine yards. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's we talk about how people, monogram medical stuff is doing this and it, elongating people's lives. But I don't see it because I'm going to tell you, my family people lived to be up in the 80s and the 90s. And they didn't eat none of this healthy, vegan, gluten-free Oh, no, stuff. I got you. Yeah. But I mean, we were we didn't have genetically modified organisms in most of our food. We well, and we did actually. Well, and two, we actually went out and did a day's work. We actually That's worked. True. But we also, again, the high we didn't have the high fructose corn syrup in everything like we do now. That's true. And we didn't have you know there were there's a, there's a handful of things that have changed pretty dramatically. We we're we've been being poisoned en masse for a long time you know and it's it i would say probably since the 70s oh yeah and largely since we've um stopped cooking our own uh, or making our you know growing our own crops and, mm-hmm. and you know sharecropping you know and uh i don't know dude it's uh it's kind of scary to me the direction we've been going i do th- and something happened here uh I don't know. Um, I'm. I think it happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But uh, you know, we have a. Our governor is Roy Cooper. Mm-hmm. And he vetoed a bill that was put before him uh, to ban abortions after twelve weeks. 
Mm-hmm. And the abortion ban uh, veto was overridden and is now the law in the state of North Carolina. Mm. Okay. So there are no abortions in the state of North Carolina after 12 weeks. Well, that's a good thing. But, but, here, but here's weeks. the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's entirely the way it's supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. they represent the constituents of the state of North Carolina. They are closer to the people than the idiots in Washington. Absolutely. And that's and, the whole way that the Tenth Amendment intended for us to, you know, states that we were intended to be. But go right ahead. No, that's what I was saying, yeah. is the federal government needs to be reined in and go back yes. to what they were intended to do and take yes. away their bastardization of the necessary and proper clause and the interstate, mm-hmm. what they used to tuck everything under interstate commerce and remind mm-hmm. themselves that they belong to us because we pay their rascals. Oh, yeah. And if they don't like that, mm-hmm. then maybe they need to have a long drop with a short piece of rope off the front of the Capitol building. I agree. I think we, I really certainly hope that we can just put some of them in jail for a while. And, you know, I'd rather see them in the dad blame electric chair. Oh, I, I don't disagree with you on some of the stuff that these people have done, but well, let's look at this. We, we were told, Mm Mm-hmm by members of both parties, predominantly the Democrat Party, that Trump was in bed with Russia. We spent nobody, yeah. no many, how many tens of millions of dollars for impeachment for it. Mm-hmm. They had hearings for it. We had Adam Schiff saying he had a smoking gun. We had all these people saying this stuff. Well, you know what? It's now time for them to come up and say, hey, we were wrong. And if Adam mm-hmm. Schiff was an honorable man, as he claims to be an honorable patriot, he would resign mm-hmm. for the lies and the miscarriage of truth that he perpetrated upon the American public, period. I think, honestly, I think it would be better to put them in the same place that they currently have, what is it, we've still got 760 January 6th uh, protesters that are locked up in Washington, D.C. prison. Some of them, I think, haven't even come to trial yet. And, I mean, they're political prisoners, pure and simple. Right. And this is in the U.S. I mean, we've got, you know, it's insane. But I think that would be better. I would like for them to be held for a significant period of time under the same conditions as the uh, political prisoners that they currently have incarcerated. But it's never going to happen. I know. But I think that would be justice. I truly do. Jerry Nadler, Adam Schiff. Mm -hmm. Yep. All of them. Yep. Absolutely. I'm going to have to go. That's going to, we're going to end it right there today. That's the snout to the curly tail and everything in between because we keep talking about these sorry rascals. I'm going to get mad and have to buy a new computer when I throw this rascal across the room. Hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to get, you know what? It's Friday night. Yes, sir. I'm free, white, and 21. I'm going to get drunk. My goodness. Well, there you go. And that's the Uh, snout to the curly tail and everything in between, and we gone. (laughs) See you, dude.
You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground. <laughs>